Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is, I'm not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Hey, gang, welcome back. I am glad to be here. And as you can tell, Emma is with me. Yeah, and so I've done all these episodes with Emma, and in fact, we have our own podcast, which has not done anything for the last two or three months, but ever since I got started in the studio, I wanted Emma to come on, I wanted you guys to see her, and I also wanted a chance for us to, to do one with real mics and not crammed over my desk in the basement. So welcome, Emma. I'm glad you're here. Hi. I'm glad you're here. Now, one of the things that Emma has gotten me to do this year, I didn't do last year, you kept a record last year of how many movies you saw, right? I kept like some, yeah. Yeah, and we watch a lot of movies in our house, a lot, a lot of movies. So this year I said, okay, I'm going to keep track month by month mm-hmm. of how many movies. Now, we're not halfway done yet. We're, we're done through five months. How many movies did you see in the first five months? I think it was like 70-something. 70 70-something? 70 Probably, yeah. That's I thought my long. number was high. Okay, I've seen well, no, no, I've seen sixty-five. What can I say? I saw sixty-five <laughs> movies in the first because at our house, when it's time to chill, we watch a movie, and so some of them, I we don't really have an order during the quarantine. How do we do it? It's it just, was like it was like just, one person, one person picks one night, and then like it so just every night it went through, and there was no arguing. You yeah. had to watch whatever the person picked <laughs> out. There was nothing else to do. That's right. That's right. And then for Father's Day, I make them watch a movie, and I usually pick out something that they just don't want to watch. Like I really just I go. Don't want to watch your most recent picks. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do Morbius because I didn't see it. Because I've right. got to see all the Marvel movies, Dude, but that's, that's not even really Marvel though. Well, it's it's not MCU. Anyway, we're not going to get into all that. This is not a Marvel <laughs> episode, by the way. And we've missed so many. we didn't do one on Doctor Strange. We didn't even do one on Spider Man. So, but that's not what we're going to do. Somewhere in the last year, you started digging campy movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're like, what? Like you didn't say anything. <laughs> and after the third one, we're like, what's up with all these campy <laughs> movies? So. Which leads to the question is, before we get started, mm-hmm. what is a campy movie? How do we decide if it's campy or not? I Excuse me, like... goodness gracious. How do we decide? We're drinking coffee, smoothies, very chill back here. How do we decide if it's camp- campy or not? I think if it's like a stupid movie, but it's like fun. You know? Does it have to be like where, like they know they're making a stupid movie, or can it be accidentally campy? I think it can be accidentally too. Okay. Because like, I don't know, probably like The Room, probably, you know how that's like completely stupid? Yeah, he did not intend. Yeah. That's the worst movie ever made yeah. by many. Mm-hmm. And but then sometimes that's okay because it's fun. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but so it can be, it can be so bad we can go that's campy. Mm-hmm. But that can't be the justification for every yeah. bad movie. It can just be a bad movie. I think at least campy movies at least like are entertaining because bad movies can be. I like bad movies. Me too. But if it's gonna be a boring bad movie, then I'm not gonna watch it. That is brutal. I watched. Um, I'm in love with a church girl. With I remember you telling us about that. Was that a, a pure flix? I have no idea. It okay. Was it was so bad. It sounded so bad. It was so bad. And I was like, this could be, like, I get it. Like, it's a low budget. So, oh, it could be fun. No, it was just boring. Just was, boring. And there was no character development either. Do you remember <laughs> for Father's Day? Was it Father's Day? I picked a movie that... that Someone told me they could not finish. It was so oh, bad. Yeah. I took it as a challenge, 
And, and we finish. didn't finish it. And <laughs> that it was, was really hard if we came. It finish. was Holmes and Watson with Will Ferrell. And it was painfully bad. I, was that campy? Probably. Probably, yeah. Probably, because like, he was like, oh, she's yeah. not feeling well. Give her a little cocaine. Yeah. Remember? But, like, so, campy movies are, like, funny, too. That movie just wasn't funny. Said, right, there's got to be, um, you've got to enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, like, it's just got, like, like, Sharknado is campy. Mm-hmm. And they got more and more yeah. campy mm-hmm. as they went along. Shout out to Pete, who was in, Pete and Brett, who were in, I think it was three or four, so shout out, man. Those movies are a blast because it combines my favorite, which is... Bad action movies. Like, well, bad, like, you know, Lava Lantular mm-hmm. or, you know, always can watch a giant shark movie or something like that with camp. I feel like when, like, the, like directors are in on the joke then it's funny yes yes but if they start to push it too far and be like oh look this is part of the joke then stop right right i agree so i think our most recent camp movie and i've never thought of this as camp until you and i talked about it but anchorman is campy anchorman's campy mm-hmm. and i love anchorman and so now all my quotes make sense <laughs> I'm, when we watch it you think daddy says that all the time <laughs> yes like with the the fight scene when uh 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 What's his name? Wilson's arms get cut off. Uh, you know, Owen Wilson's brother. I mean, like, it's, that's just ridiculously campy at that point in time. And so, yes. When it's stupid and funny, it's campy. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's talk about some of the camp movies that we have watched. All right. I don't love them all. I don't think you do either, right? I don't love them all, but I can appreciate them all. That's the difference okay. between you and me. Is that well, you? no, because listen, I'll be honest. I w- let's go ahead and lay our cards on the table. <laughs> I don't really enjoy Rocky Horror, and I saw Rocky Horror at midnight <laughs> mm-hmm. at the Rialto Theater in Raleigh. Like I've done the whole experience where everyone's getting stressed up, and they've done. I get it. I experienced it, and I just don't really love the movie. I though. love it. I love Doctor Frankenfurter and yes, the whole deal. I love the looks of it. I love just. I love the music too. You know, it's like kind of bad. Yeah. But I like the impact that it had. I think that's You're like the meatloaf. Listen, I mean, listen. Soundtrack. Actually, no, that song. What <laughs> <laughs> you song. don't like? Paradise by a Dashboard Light. You don't like that, or is that Bad Out of Hell? I don't know that song. <laughs> okay, that might be Bad Out of Hell. My bad. So more meatloaf. My bad. Go ahead. So yeah, no, I just think the impact that it had was the bigger thing. Cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a stupid movie, but I think that's an important thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's made a huge cultural mm-hmm. impact. It's just mm-hmm. one of those movies that was a complete bomb when it came out. No one know what to do with it. Um, it was but, really ahead of its time, which I appreciate. I mean, you wouldn't have had Hairspray yeah. if you didn't have Rocky Horror, mm-hmm. right? And we even our house has watched Hairspray. I personally. You've have. seen it two dozen times. I know I've seen it five to ten times, both versions. <laughs> All three versions. All three versions. Well, okay. the, the and first I'm, version I'm was, really okay. The and first we're, version was the worst version. And we're Don't going worry. to go see it. Oh, yeah. Live uh, this year mm-hmm. uh, in Richmond because mm-hmm. we got tickets for it. So, yes. But, you anyway, know, John Waters mm-hmm. made he's his a, whole... He's, another... he's the king of, of camp. I mean, yeah. he made his whole career, Pink mm-hmm. Flamingos, the whole thing, mm-hmm. on camp. I think you also have to appreciate him, too, because he's another, like, front runner. Sort well, of. Tim Curry, right? I yeah. mean, he's the... I mean, mm-hmm. like, there is... He just mm-hmm. broke through mm-hmm. on that. But, uh, I, I, but I don't know what it is. Like, I just don't... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really love Beetlejuice. Again, I like it. I think again the impact that it does had, have Gina Davis in. So I have yeah. a hard, I have a soft and spot. And Winona Ryder. So yes, yes. Yeah. I I appreciate again the impact that it had for like, and, and Alec Baldwin. Uh, true. Before he was. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think um, I think like again the look of it all and how it mm-hmm. like he was again for like 
young emo kids, I was like, I appreciate you. I see you. <laughs> what, for Beetlejuice? Yeah. yeah, I get that. There's a... It's like what? Winona Ryder in that movie. Who we you know love. She's, like, she's, we like, just she's love. like, my life is like a dark, whatever it was, like a dark uh, So closet. moody, awful. Yeah, you have to appreciate that. So, <laughs> so let's talk about Winona Ryder for a minute. Mm-hmm. So... So beautiful in Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to have a crush on her in that movie. Is Edward Scissorhands camp? No. It's not? No. Because, okay. again, it's really... You're going to make... I think the point you're going to make, I'm agree with. Yeah. What, why is Edward it's Scissorhands... It's, again, too much of a serious movie That's for right. that. If it, you can't all of a sudden get serious at the end, yeah. you've got to stay camp all and the way through. That's what Showgirls did. That movie's garbage, though. No, that movie, I don't care. Ugh, that movie... movie's garbage. I don't care. That movie is fun. I mean, it ended, like I told you, Elizabeth, was it Bert Barkley's career, just just done. No, but the... Again, again, the looks of it all. The, I, just make, I just messed up my life. <laughs> We're just a mess today. We're drinking, <laughs> the, and drinking coffee, burping, no, everything's the, fine. Uh, I think just... If you look at, like, the makeup and the outfits, just... It's so beautiful, and it's so stupid, and everyone overreacts, and there's little yeah. to no character development, and I love it. <laughs> Except at the end, they just get super serious, and I'm like, uh, yeah. It, for it to be good camp, mm-hmm. you can't break character. Yeah. And so I love Edward Scissorhands. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Grandma's like, oh, mm-hmm. the whole deal. It had campy elements to it. I think like the neighbors are camp. Yeah. Like you the, know, li- yeah. The you know the the do my hair thing, mm-hmm. and that that's all very camp. But it's not, and yeah. by, but Winona Ryder's just beautiful in that movie, nonetheless. And so, yes, uh, uh, if you if you break, you you don't know the rules yeah. of camp. It's fun when a movie has, mm-hmm. you know, it can break yeah. off for a, a scene and come back. Yeah. But let's talk about let's talk about Zoolander. All right. <laughs> so we did watch Zoolander together. I really didn't know if you were going to enjoy like Zoolander it. or not. I just didn't know if it was going to lend to yourself because Ben Stiller. <laughs> likes camp. Mm-hmm. He really does. Um, and you can say things in a campy movie that yeah. you can't say anywhere else. Because you, you yeah. can watch it and you go, oh, that's awful. It's but another funny. like comedy thing where it's like, where, uh-huh. how far can you take this comedy? <laughs> well, but not all camp is funny. But I think... No, I, th- I think most of yeah, camp... Hairspray is not funny. It's got its moment, but that's, yeah. a, that's a serious film. They're it's dealing with the... Somehow it remains camp. It's still talking about the uh, racial tension yeah. in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> but but Zoolander it holds it all the way through. Will Ferrell is built with Mustafa. You know uh, they make jokes about eating disorders and get away with it. Well, again, it's again the subject matter because it's about like the fashion industry. Right. Right. So Which obviously, is mil- obviously, when you are making stuff, movies about the fashion industry, you can again take it for if it's like too out there. Like if they. I don't know. If they, like, made a joke that wasn't anywhere near the plot, then I think that was been where it's, like, kind of crossing so, the line. a movie you might need to see, which yeah. is camp. If you say Tropic Thunder one more time. I, well, well, yeah, I don't know if you're ever going to. I, could, I should just make you watch it for Father's Day. But is Blades of Glory. Mm-hmm. So Will Ferrell again. I've heard of it. And then uh, the Napoleon Dynamite, the the guy who's Napoleon. Mm-hmm. I, I forget. Uh, Doesn't it have Jessica it has Jenna, Fisher in Jenna Fisher's it? Yeah. in it, but it's about uh, two um, skaters, mm-hmm. and they're going to be two male ice skaters <laughs> in the Olympics, and they've never done that before. And it's ridiculous. But no, so we might have to put that on there. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It's got its moments in there. But Zoolander is funny beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy Zoolander 2 very much. The opening is funny. 
But that's about it. That's about it. But I think Mustafa works, you know, uh, Blue Steel, you know, it works very much. And then you have Ben Stiller's wife, who's the straight character. You've got to have, for camp to work, you need one straight character to kind of walk through. But what camp have you seen that I haven't seen? Give me, give me something. Okay, let me look at my list. Yeah. We've watched four or five campy movies okay. this year. Um, I watched Little Shop of Horrors. I have seen that long, long time ago. I, well, I don't... I'm the not Jack Nicholson version? There is no Jack Nicholson version. I believe there is. Who did you see as the lead? Who's the lead? Random people. It had, see, it this, had Steve Martin in it and Bill Murray. Yes, I believe there is a version. But uh, I could be I could be wrong. But I do remember there being a, uh, a Steve Martin version. Oh, there is one. Yep, there is a Jack Nicholson version. That's in 1960. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of the first movies he ever did. All right. All right. But I, I didn't enjoy Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, but I, I, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. I think Steve Martin works for some mm-hmm. camp, but I, I didn't see it. I think, it. again, Little Shop of Horrors is mostly in the musical sense of campiness. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I think with that movie, it wasn't supposed to be a movie. It was supposed to stick to a musical, like, on screen, uh, gotcha. on stage. Because that movie, I, did, I actually did not enjoy it. <laughs> okay. All right. Just camp you didn't enjoy. Uh, is the jerk campy? Mm, to an extent... Uh-huh. With, like, the, again, the two characters, like, him and his wife. Yeah. I think both of them are very much, like, stupid I, and... I didn't think you were going to like that movie. I really I, thought you were going to dislike I think, it. I don't know. I didn't like parts of it, but I think it was kind of funny. Like, my, my brother Paul communicates with me <laughs> primarily two ways. The jerk and Anchorman. <laughs> like, a third of all of our conversations involve... Step up and win some crap. Like, that kind of conversation just happens. He hates those cans. Like, that just happens over and over again. When Amy and I first got married, I would sing, picking out the thermos song to her all the time. Because it was just... Mm-hmm. She had never seen any of these movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I would just educate her on all the stuff that I, I grew up on. Another good thing about that movie is how it was make, kind of making fun of itself, too. Very much which so. Which is another good thing. Like, he was also making... in He was, like, when he had his, like, luxurious, like, mansion and everything. Right, right. It was very much, like, Scarface, sort of. Yes, yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, he had, so, but he had no taste whatsoever. Yeah. You know, height of wealth for him was having little umbrellas yeah. and, and, and new wine. Mm-hmm. So Bring that out was, this yeah. old stuff. Bring out some new wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... But uh, you're right. Uh, there, I did not make the connection that that is yeah. no, when very I Scarface-esque. Oh, Scarface. That... This isn't even campy, but I just have to talk about the stupid bathroom... In, like, slash bedroom that they had. Oh, and he's sitting there drinking, and, like, and he's a, having a meeting around the bathtub. And there's a shag carpet in, like, <laughs> in the around bathroom. the bathtub. I'm there, like, used that to is... be, there used to be carpets in bathrooms. No, but it was, <laughs> no, but it was, like, connected to, like, the bedroom. Like, so, like, if there was no, like, door, and so there was the bed, and then, like, then there was Can the you imagine sh- if, if I just took my meetings in the bathroom? Everybody come talk to me. I'm, I'm drinking and smoking. I've got guns lying around. <laughs> Amy's talking to me. And she's doing coke in the back. She's doing coke, and then, like, my, my best friend is in there talking to me, telling me, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing. It's the height of arrogance. Like, I take my meetings in my bathtub. You make time for me. <laughs> That's right. Make time. So, yes, there was the, the I, I didn't pick it up, but, yes, Jerk has got a, let's, uh, yeah. uh, in fact, that's probably out before Scarface. We're going to have to do the math on that. I don't think it was. So, Scarface was in 80s. 70, was it 80? It was oh. like 70s, 80s. It was With Jerk is 70s. 
Okay, because I think it was late seventies. They're very similar. Okay, yeah. they're they're right around the same time. I don't think I don't think we should be too bold to say that. I don't think it matters. I don't know Scar- which one came. Inspiration from a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's a uh, a generation of movie watchers that are offended with us right now. So, okay, H- how's this? Um, oh, just escape me or come to me. But anyway, yes, the jerk mm-hmm. is definitely got. Oh, is we're talking about Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Is Spy Kids camp. Yeah. It has to be. Come yeah. on. It has and to be. It's again, ridiculous. It's like film warriors that chase yeah. after them. Camp lived in the early 2000s, which, again, which was when Spy Kids came out. Like, yep. with all of the Disney Channel movies and all of the, like... Disney put out a lot of straight-to-video mm-hmm. campy mm-hmm. movies. Confessions of a Teenage Drama that Queen. Movie, I don't care. That movie is good. That so was a Lindsay Lohan. Is that Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah she's, it's like one of her best roles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she was in Machete, (laughs) which is also, we can't can't forget Machete. (laughs) So, uh, yes, there was a lot of Camp Disney, there's a a whole generation of, like, 32-year-old adults who were like, no, 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 you know, uh, Windy Woo Warrior, whatever. That that movie is so good. (laughs) That movie is so good. I used to watch that on repeat. I, I got, another part of camp is, like, the fashion behind it all, which is probably why you may not like it as much, and I do. Well, I, some of them. Well, you yeah, might like the Disney ones. Yeah, like the Disney movies. Like, yeah, you know, listen. Like, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, The Cheetah Girls, all of those. Like, You've got to admit, yeah, those, listen, it may just be an age thing. I mean, those are, <laughs> I've seen them all with you. I've seen Radio Rebel, which is not camp. But it's just bad. <laughs> it's just bad, but you've watched it, like, five times, I know. But, uh, um, and there's an element of High School Musical being camp. Yeah, it's a musical. Right. But almost all musicals are camp, I, I can say. Almost all. Except Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> I said not, almost. There's no camp that. <laughs> <laughs> I said almost. Almost all. So, I mean, like, listen, I'll buy that. Uh, I mean, I would say there's a camp mm-hmm. element to even Phantom of the Opera. There's a ridiculousness yeah. about him. No, I think... No, no, no. no, no I, uh, I think the Mini Driver character. The mini driver character, oh, yeah. she is camp all the way out. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, I know it's offensive to people who've watched the Broadway play and that I reference it so as mini good, driver. Huh? The movie's so, again, another part of it, it's the fashion of it all. Yeah, yeah, so I get it. That's why Zoolander works, right? You're watching mm-hmm. it and like, what are they wearing? This is complete. The scene where they go and get gas and they have like a, mm-hmm. like a gas party and like, it's just so ridiculous. But so Disney did that. Disney mm-hmm. in the early, yeah. early 2000s. 2000s. I had not seen... Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen until you popped that up the other day. It was It was okay. (laughs) I liked it a lot. So here's one. Is School of Rock campy? Probably. I would argue yes. No, I think there's, because I think there's a bit of a line between just comedy and campy. I think Jack Black, he, he. I think he's extravagant is what he is. He may not be extravagant. I'm not for like the Macho Libre. I think that's campy. Yes, Macho, (laughs) yeah, somehow they got away. Well, I guess new sensitivities. Today, I don't know if he can get away with playing Macho Libre any more than Ben Stiller can get away playing, you know, Radio Deportes or whatever he was on that, on Anchorman. I think there's a line between comedy and campy, sort of. It's hard to find there. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's high comedy, I guess, and there's dark comedy, and uh, to a certain extent, Knives Out is comedy, but it's not camp. Mm. So even though there's an extravagance to the character, it's not campy. Um, so, like, I've heard that Heathers is, like, campy. Yes. Heathers is campy. Have you not seen Heathers? You've seen Heathers. I've seen Heathers. Bunch You've seen it, like, a bunch of times. Yeah, Heathers is campy. Um, horror movie camp. I love horror movie camp. I've seen, I'm, 
I love Chucky so much. You do love Chucky. <laughs> what Chucky. is it? I don't. I love. You and I have seen all the Chucky films, correct? And the Chucky TV. No, I haven't. We've seen, actually seen them all. We've seen everything. I haven't seen the second and third Child's Play. That's the thing. Okay, so I'm growing up, yeah. but we did watch but all I've the seen, TV series. I've seen Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of so, Chucky, okay, Little Chucky. So I will make this case though. So the Chucky series was was fine, but it it straddled the line. Because it is trying to make a political point, and it's not just lost in camp. Mm-hmm. Like, the early Chuckies are like graphic violence, ridiculousness, <laughs> Bride of Chucky. Bride of like, Chucky is, okay, again, it's another front runner. What's your name again? Please forgive me. Um, uh, Tiffany or Jennifer, yeah, his wife. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, who, yeah. who I know you just Hello. love. She's built, for, she's built for camp. I know that. <laughs> But this most recent Chucky TV show was like, I'm going to start making political points. And that's sort of where that. it's weak. That's I get the point it's making, mm-hmm. but it, it weakens. You can do that in camp, but I think, again, they it were just, trying to... They were to, beating it to death, though. They were trying to, like, appeal to the new... Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, th- these people were in middle school, and they were, like, soaking weed. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I I'm like, that. a lot of people, like, yeah, like, a lot of people do that, even in, like, high school, middle school, but not like that. Like, yeah. They were they were throwing parties. They're yeah, like they're twelve like, year olds throwing like frat house par- uh-huh. level parties. I think that's another thing where I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be campy? Or are you guys actually serious about this? Which I think is a thing that that show didn't like do well, but the but the Chucky movies did. All right, yes, right, right. Mm-hmm. So so Chucky is definitely horror camp. Yes. What are the horror camp dealing? I don't know. <laughs> There's plenty of it out there. I mean, um, I, I think the I think the later um, Freddy Krueger, Not on Elm Street, got very campy mm-hmm. because that's just they had yeah. they they played up um, mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger's character. Oh, it became campy. There's killer, killer clowns from out of space, which I've actually not seen. It's garbage. I mean, I get it. I it's, it's oh, been... Elvira. How can I forget that? She is camp. She's camp all the way. I get <laughs> I it. I watched that movie. It sucks. I loved it. Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> Do you know who she was? Like, she hosted mm-hmm. a late night horror yeah. movie show, mm-hmm. which, of course, I watched. <laughs> and then I would watch all the bad horror movies <laughs> that came after it. Yeah. And so, now, of course... I'm just dying to see her on screen, but then I would watch these bad horror movies. It was fantastic. I mean, I, as a teenager in the 80s, I had like limited, un, like unlimited access to movies between my brother working at that the disc store and then like I could just watch anything. But yes, I watched a lot of bad horror killer clowns. You might say um, Phantasm, maybe. Phantasm's got the the tall man. It's got this flying orb that drills in your scanners. That very famous scene where the guy's head explodes. It's got a, a campy element to it. But then there's campy action. That's where I've just. That's, I, oh my I goodness! I love like I love campy action. We just ridiculous action scene. <laughs> I would probably say some of the Mac Bolans are campy, but those are campy. Some of them. Some of, some of them take themselves very seriously. They take them in like a Rambo kind of way. Okay. Where I'm fighting for freedom, kind of thing, but mm-hmm. then there is, you know, mm-hmm. Chuck Norris became. Don't mean to speak bad on Chuck Norris. He might hear me and come get me. But uh, hey, Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, like I'll respect Chuck Norris. But some of those movies, like Invasion USA. I mean, maybe you didn't mean for it to be, but it definitely yeah. was. But you don't appreciate campy action movies. Because I think any action movie is campy. Like that's just my thing. Because I'm like, I don't know. You have to. It's just these huge explosives, and they're all like well, these dudes like walking out of the like the dust, and they're like, oh, "I stick this like 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 the rock, like you <laughs> like it's so stupid, well, and you put yourself on such a high pedestal that it's campy." 
Well, we have not watched MacGruber, which is a, a campy action series, but it does star Kristen Wiig, which should make us go, it's probably funny, because anything she does is is yeah. absolutely hilarious. The one thing I the one thing I know about MacGruber is that Michael Scott in The Office dressed up as him, and that's my... <laughs> which is a make fun of a TV show called MacGyver. Mm-hmm. You know that. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, just making sure. Yeah, MacGruber is making fun of but I've never watched MacGruber, but... People say it's absolutely hilarious. But, you know, if I turn on Tubi, if you have Tubi... That's where movies go to die. T-U-B-I. It's where... The campiest, It's where $10,000 action movies live. That and Peacock. Peacock has the worst Oh, uh, but Tubi, Tubi is like the minor leagues. I mean, it really is. <laughs> but they've got, like, every Scott Atkins movie made. I like some Scott Atkins action movies. But then you've got, like, the... Some of the nine deaths of the ninja kind of mm-hmm. thing that are just low, low, mm-hmm. low budget. You can see the strings pulling things because they don't have the ability to de- mm-hmm. make them disappear because of computers. That's, that's some of the fun things that were like, did you mean to put it in because it's funny, or did you like? Because you know the law, there's a huge, um, there's like a huge like subgenre of just inanimate things like at right, the right, yeah. And so you can see like the strings and stuff, and you're like. Is that supposed to be there? Is it supposed to be funny? So, is Christmas Vacation camp? Probably a bit. It's Again, got a it, bit of campy nature to it. There's another thing where it's like, is this just comedy or is it campy? <laughs> right, right. Step Brothers has got a camp nature to it. I know you do not. I, do. Uh, I just think that's unfunny. Yeah. But uh, in, in Christmas Vacation... When he's riding that sled, mm-hmm. you can literally see the that's wire that's pulling it. I think that's just poor budgeting. I just think uh, they just thought, well, no one's going to notice that. But when your movie becomes something you watch every single Christmas, like in that final scene where the the Santa explodes and goes, like you can see the box of the computer skirt, the computer edition going over it. But I just don't think they had much of a... Special Bex budget. I saw this like I didn't see this movie, but it was like a review of one, and it was like what's that? I saw I saw a review of a movie. Okay, okay. But it would show like little clips of it, and they just it was like an extremely like low budget campy movie. (laughs) And instead of just like making an explosion, there was just a text box that says like explosion here. (laughs) (laughs) Be mine. That'd be mine. You didn't know if they meant it to be that way. That's very funny. (laughs) So what's left on your list though? Like what what campies are you like? I I haven't seen this yet. Like I've got to see it. No, I literally I watch a lot of free movies on YouTube, so that's kind of where. I'm okay. Like, so I'm like, I can find anything on there. I can find anything bad. There was a series of, there was a, a genre of movies in the 90s. Um, okay, so I'm in college. It's 92, 93. And you have Xena Warrior Princess every Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. which is definitely camp. And you've got Hercules with Kevin mm-hmm. Sabo. You've got Baywatch, mm-hmm. Baywatch Nights. You've got Pamela Anderson then doing VIP, which mm-hmm. is Detective surger, uh, uh, Services. Those were all very camp, mm-hmm. especially Xena Warrior Princess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that didn't become like a, a, uh, a, like, that was a hallmark for, like, gay progress mm-hmm. in cinema. I don't think they were trying to do that then, <laughs> but they, it, it became that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that same time while that's going on, mm-hmm. there were... Low budget action movies where all the women were in bikinis, and oh, there was there was one guy who was famous for it, and I, like it, there was a movie called Picasso Trigger, and but he put out all of these campy, 
very campy action movies. The scenes are really bad, but that was the hallmark. Mm-hmm. Action, campy villains, and everyone was in a bikini. And so it was the 90s. And they're like, what if we combined action and we found a bunch of Pamela Andersons? Mm-hmm. We'll make movies and just turn them out. And that guy, I, I can't remember his name right now, but he put out so many movies and there were so many in that genre. So as you can imagine, there's a whole corner of the internet that just worships all those mm-hmm. movies. But uh, So what I mean, but you're, you're the discoverer of camp, so yeah. we've got to... You'll, you'll bring one out at some point in time, and, and Amy and I will groan. Um, but sometimes they're fun. Sometimes you enjoy just having sometimes, a stupid movie. Well, you know, there's an element where... Um, there's an element of it being campy. It's not a campy the movie. Uh, yeah, the old one? Yeah. But Probably. Pennywise has got a campy element to him. Again, I think that's just being... There's a difference between campy and being extravagant. Right. Because right. I think that's a bit extravagant, like playing up horror and stuff. I don't think it's necessarily campy. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I don't consider that a comedy either. I mean, oh, but, but that first It is hilarious. You and I were crying. We were laughing so hard the first time we saw I was, it. I have a lot of complaints about that first movie. <laughs> what? What, we we did a whole episode on that. You loved what, what's changed? The, like original original movie. I do have. I don't. I've always oh, you talking about the nineties? Like, yeah. Oh, I was talking about it one. Uh-uh, I love that movie. Oh, I was talking about it one. I was uh, like, what happened? Oh, the nineties. But you got to remember that was literally on regular television. I don't care. You can there. There are just like tiny things, and I'm like, you could have fixed that. I don't know why they changed around the like the plot so much. Why is Ben now living with this weird family? I'm like, that's not... And then what was the bad guy's name? Um, Henry Bowers. What a useless character Why in that movie. Why are you an old man? You come in in that, like, he last was half. useless That's, like, the four-hour movie. Because in in the present one, like, mm-hmm. Henry Bowers is a menace. Yeah. He's terrifying. Yeah. Like, he actually has a plot there. He plays an important part in the children's lives. That's right. He's and useless in the the TV one. And and that wasn't a pro- issue of budget. That, mm-hmm. They just did... They just wrote him out. Yeah. And again, the tiny things, like... I don't know. It's supposed to be scary, but then like you have. It did come across more campy yeah. than than yeah. It's bad because the the biggest thing that I can always remember is when like Ben goes to his like like father's grave or something, mm-hmm. and then he sees Pennywise like back there. Mm-hmm. He's in like it's broad daylight and it's not scary, so it's just a clown in broad daylight. <laughs> You're like, this isn't. This it's is Tim to Curry be- there, but yeah, it's Tim Curry. <laughs> still, it's like a vaudeville like. Like, yeah, no. yeah. I'm like, you can do so much more than that. I think the best scene for, for the 90s might be the reunion scene at the Chinese restaurant. Because the special effects were really, they didn't have to be expensive. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And so you could pull that off on mm-hmm. a TV budget. Um, so when I remember I told you, when I taught high school, we read the whole thousand pages. Mm-hmm. And that's the only version we had. Mm-hmm. And so we I must have seen that thing, I don't know how many times. But, Did they yes. even have the... Bloody bathroom scene? Like, I don't remember it enough. I don't remember. Isn't that funny? I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. But that's in the, mm-hmm. the the new version. That one was... They did very well with that. Very that well with that. That was so good. But in It won, mm-hmm. you and I laughed until we just about cried. It was very, very funny. Yeah. They took the, the Stranger Things elements mm-hmm. and, and R-rated it. <laughs> and then you and I just laughed and laughed and laughed. So it's that, just stupid humor. And I think that's fine. So, but we're definitively digressing. The new Firestarter? Mm-hmm. Not every Stephen King I, book is good. That's why I didn't want to watch it. The one that starred Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. in the 80s wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And this one, 
Like, it, it's not so bad to be camp. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. It's just bad. Nothing happens. Like, you can't... <laughs> she gets her powers. They cool. tell her not to use her powers. She uses them. She uses them. <laughs> and, like, there's... It was... I mean, I finished it. It was free on mm-hmm. Paramount or Peacock or something. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I didn't go to the theater to see it. So bad. It's not, it's not even bad enough to be campy. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, Isn't it yeah. interesting? Like, yeah. some movies are just... They're so bad, they're not even campy. Mm-hmm. But, like, awful. campy movies at least are interesting. You can give them that. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, Sharknado. It's a bad yeah. movie. It's fine. Like, it's just crazy and it's entertaining. But there are just bad movies. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, against the Sharknado, you've got, like, the Hamilton homage, which is ridiculous. I know. It's ridiculous. You've got movie star. well, movie stars, washed-up musicians. The washed-up, the... The washed-up people. Yeah, they just show up. Mm-hmm. You know, I forget who the president was. It's ridiculous. Um, I so I don't know. Was there six, six of those things? Five yeah, of them. I think there were five. Yeah. Five of them. We had a Sharknado party that was a blast. There <laughs> was there three of them. I think that was two or three. That was a lot of fun. So, so anything else left on camp? I'm trying to think here. If there's anything else here that uh, that we've seen. Let's look at my list I have. I know. We're going to go through. This is what we do when we didn't have cameras and you didn't know we were doing it. But uh, I had, We didn't talk about Death Becomes Her. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you didn't finish it. I, finished I did. It. I mean, I had seen it before. I saw it in the theaters, actually, when it came out. That was summer of 92. And uh, so Bruce Willis, when he was the king of cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. And then Goldie Hawn, who was, you know, uh, the cute golden child at that point. So they brought in, like, three of the... Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep hasn't aged, by the way. She that's, looks, what, that's what the entire movie is about. She, I know, age. I know. So it's really a documentary because mm-hmm. <laughs> she has not aged <laughs> since 1992. Um, but yeah, so and that was a Robert Zemeckis film mm-hmm. who went on to make Forrest Gump. Is Forrest Gump camp? No, it's too serious. No, it's not too, it's too sim- mm-hmm. serious. Poor Jenny. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> that movie's so dark. <laughs> like, it really is. It's really dark. I remember we watched um, Jackie Brown after that, and you were like, like you, were, you were like saying, like, oh, I'm so sorry, you have to, like, watch Jackie Brown. It was so hard. I'm like, there was more drugs in Forrest Gump than in Jackie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Brown's more gangster than Jackie. I mean, uh, Forrest Gump's more gangster than Jackie Brown. Like I, I, felt, I, I felt more watching. I, I love you, Forrest, but I'm going to go off and do drugs and get AIDS. We'll come back and, you know. You're yeah. So, yeah, you're, it's very funny that Forrest Gump is way darker mm-hmm. than Jackie Brown. Yeah, that movie's also boring. But I love Jackie. Movie. You don't like Jackie Brown. I think we need to give it a rewatch at some point in time. You've only seen it once, though, right? Yeah. <sighs> Jackie Brown. I love Jackie Brown. I really do. I think we did our ranking of we Tarantino did. films, and I think you ranked that dead last, didn't you? I didn't like it. Yeah, you ranked that last. What was my last? I don't even know. Probably a movie that I liked. <laughs> well, it's not Death Proof, which everyone ranks last. Death Proof is campy. I love Death Proof, yeah. Death Proof is definitely mm-hmm. campy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think a lot of that grindhouse cinema is, is camp. It's mm-hmm. got to be. I mean, Dolomite, The Human Tornado? Come on. Yeah. I mean, what? When things are stupid and fun, it's camp. Yep, yep. And so uh, now I'm not going to go back and listen to that episode, but I'm trying to think what my least ranked Tarantino film was. I mean, it's in your mind. You should remember it. I'll have to get through it. I don't know. Anyway, it'll, it'll, it's not in my mind, girl. I promise you that. I made up that list 60 seconds before we recorded. So, uh, wow. Uh, uh, Tarantino is camp. Probably a bit, yeah. I bet you he looks like, of course, he's seen every single one of these things. He's, he knows the, he's annoying. He knows the French version of them, probably, and, <laughs> and has copies of them in his home theater. But So, anyway, last thing, anything here? I don't think so. I think, so, yeah, I think, you know what, uh, and I will offer this. 
in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would offer that Spider-Man 3 has a very strong camp element to it, mm-hmm. which is probably why I don't like nope. Spider-Man. Now, I've also got the comic book problem, because mm-hmm. I'm a comic book nerd from a kid, and I'm like, that's not what happened mm-hmm. to Venom. Neither here nor there. But, oh my goodness. <laughs> it feels like the Anchorman flute scene half the time in that thing. But anyway, you love Spider-Man 3, don't you? I haven't seen it. I think it, I appreciate it. You appreciate that's, that's, it? Again, that's why I can say about a lot of movies. I can appreciate it. He's walking down the street giving the guns, <laughs> you know. Oh, so bad, so bad. Well, I'm glad you came back. You know, hopefully this summer mm-hmm. we can load up on some extra episodes. I'm going to release this on This Is Gonna Hurt. I'm also going to release this on the You're Entitled to Your Opinion podcast. Kickstart that and get that going again. And maybe we can squeeze in a few more episodes of that. Any final words about camp? Yeah. No. I look forward to seeing Hairspray in person. That'll be fun. It's going to be so good. I don't think we've ever seen we've never so seen good. anything camp in person. So I hope the crowd, a lot of it's going to come down right. to the crowd. The crowd's going to be fun. I hope so. The crowd's yeah. got to get it. They can't be old and stuffy and not enjoy uh-huh. it. You cannot watch, you can't watch Hairspray and be like, oh, I don't like this movie. Yeah, like, what are they doing up there? Like, it's definitely, yeah, anything John Waters, you've yeah, got to show. Yeah, you know this movie came from John Waters. You cannot <laughs> complain about it. <laughs> I do hope there's some people there like, what is going on? I did, that would be wonderful, but I hope the crowd is into it. So. They'd be like, oh, it's a serious movie about the, the segregation of the 50s. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, gang, thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Emma, thanks for being on the show. I like the new digs. Thank you, Shane Dell and everybody. If you like this, or even if you didn't, please <laughs> let everybody know you watched it. Take a picture, put it on your stories. Let everybody know this is what you did. We're working out. Any promotion and, is good promotion. Any promotion, <laughs> give it one star. I do not care. As Gene Simmons says, just spell my name correctly. I don't care. Thank you so much, and I'll see you again next week. How do you shorten the time it takes to buy a car? Car buying just got easier. Pohanka365.com lets you complete as much or as little of the car buying process online. Pohanka365.com. Car buying simplified. Anytime, anywhere. Small business owners, you should be praised for wanting to grow your business. That's a good thing, and not everybody has the guts to do it. As a business owner myself, I know you've overcome obstacles that people don't even know about. Hi, my name is Gordon Duncan, the owner of Capitalized Marketing and Consulting, and I want you to know that if your business hasn't grown like you want it to, it's not your fault. If it's not COVID getting in the way, it's ridiculous things like changing social media algorithms. You're right in thinking that very few people are doing small businesses any favors right now. But Capitalized Marketing and Consulting is here to help. We've created a 90-day course that is guaranteed to grow the revenue of your business. It will give you the tools that you've been looking for. And as a certified coach, I would be with you along the way. If you would like to learn more about our program, just visit CapitalizeYourBest.com and get started enjoying the success you deserve. Again, that's CapitalizeYourBest.com. And I can't wait to celebrate all you accomplish.